Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Behind the Bounce podcast, episode four, uh, your favourite online AFL podcast that is slowly growing in stature, isn't it, Cuba? Absolutely, it is. It is it's getting up there. That's the way. Now, my name is Jack, for those of you that are new, and uh, as I've already subtly introduced, I'm joined by the ever-admirable Cooper Miller-Gubbett. Coops, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. Uh, tonight, we've got, obviously, a, a guest that's fallen over. Um, Cam, <laughs> not so you're special. on notice. Uh, if that happens again, we will be having words. That's not on, but we understand uh, where you're coming from. But yeah, today we've got uh, the round 14 recap. We've got a little bit to get into there, as well as then uh, the round 15 preview, which all kicks off tomorrow night with Geelong and Brisbane. That'll be a ripper game. But yeah, if we just go back a little bit to uh, last week, we had some really, really good games, and it did start off on Friday night with Geelong stealing the win over the Dogs with a kick after the siren by Mr. Gary Rowan. Coops, what a game to start off what the weekend game. of footy. I, um, I was watching it for a little bit, and it was back, It was a close game. I shouldn't have turned it off, but I, I turned it off. Um, and anyway, and it was close, like, you know, right the way through it. And um, I saw AFL tweeted, and they said, um, if you're not watching this game, get it up right now. So I, like, brought it up. and like, nah, you've sucked me in. Brought it up and watched the last, I think it was two minutes. And, jeez, I thought... Uh, I thought the Cats were in a bit of strife um, until they got the ball forward in a mongrel punt, but they got the ball yeah. forward and to Rowan. Yeah, it was a really, really good game the whole way through. The It was just so even. Um, and I think what's best about those sort of games is sometimes you get close ones where one team's played better footy, but they've kicked like seven goals, 12. Um, but both of these teams had kicked 10 goals, eight. Like it was so even mm. all the way through. And we will Absolutely. actually get on to, to how you can be the Bulldogs in a little bit of time, but it was a really classy performance from Geelong, and um, yeah, they were able to do it quite easily. That escape forward to come out of defensive 50 was really, really easy. Obviously, Joel Sale would put in a miracle uh, touch to get it forward, but yeah, once it got past the halfway line, it was almost like it was a training drill. It sort of yeah, just found its way to, to, to Rowan, and um, yeah, it was a really nice finish after the sign from him. Boyhood dream, um, achievement unlocked for Gary. Um, but yeah, they're looking really good. Um, but I don't think that the dogs can can lose too much from that. They played a really good brand of footy. Absolutely. And to say that you only come up a kick short is pretty yeah. admirable. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're looking all right still. On to the uh, the next game of the round. Robbie Gray's two fiftieth. He was injured in the first quarter, which sucks. But Port Adelaide did complete the road trip and they did belt the bejesus out of the Suns at Metricon. <laughs> Coops, I've got a little bit of. I've got an opinion on Port Adelaide. I do love them. One of my best mates is a diehard Port supporter. Yeah. But I think that they're pretenders, to be honest. Do you reckon? I hate saying that, but I actually think they are because they're not flat-track bullies. They're not West Coast. Uh, they, they can win on the road, as, as shown. But whenever they've had an audit this year, they've been belted. Mm. Brisbane belted them. The Doggies belted them. Uh, Geelong belted them. Oh, well, they beat them. West Coast belted them. I don't know if I've said that. But every time they've stood up, they've they've lost. And yeah. I think that they're pretenders. Uh, so I would really like to see them put on a performance like this against a Richmond. I know that... Oh, yeah, all the lines. Yeah, I know they've got Richmond coming up. Yeah. But I would really like for them to, to redo that performance yeah. against a better team because although they were looking good last year, like they were on top of the ladder for absolutely yeah. ages. ages. yeah. They never really looked like they could win the flag. Like, you almost felt that somebody was just going to overrun them. Yeah, 
Yeah. Whereas I feel that, um, yeah, they need to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> they need to get themselves back into that into that premiership yeah. contention because although they're fourth or something, they couldn't look any further away from the flag at at, uh, at the moment. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that, Cooper? Oh, I agree. They seem to be. It seems to be like a like a running uh, running sheet here of beating all the uh, crap teams, you could say, um, or the not so good teams, um, whether it's at their home um, or their away. Uh, but against, like, you know, the top four sides, they, um, I think you were saying that they haven't bet them, have they? Um, no, so, nobody in the top four. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I suppose um, time will tell, I guess. And um, coming closer to September, the uh, port will, I suppose, either crash or they'll go far. Yeah, I hope they do because they've been building for a while. I was watching a video on uh, the old YouTube the other day about how Port Adelaide were a kick away from changing the yeah. dynamic of the AFL uh, when they nearly beat Hawthorne in, I want to say, 2014 in the prelim. And just about how they, they were so close to recreating yeah. AFL history and stopping that Hawthorne dynasty. But, yeah, I just don't think they've been able to recreate that sort of form because no. they were pretty scary back then yeah. um, and they've just sort of yeah. dipped a little bit. So I feel like they're sort of going down the Geelong route a little bit that they can get to the finals and they can play good footy but they just can't mm. get that brass ring and I feel like I feel like I don't know you've sort of got to give them the benefit of the doubt because they're making finals but if I was a Port supporter I'd be quite disappointed that they haven't been able to break through yet but yeah. I mean at least they're in the eight I can't say yeah. the same for, for my mob or your mob for that matter yeah. do you think um, Robbie Gray obviously going for knee surgery um, set to play on in 2022 do you think that will have an impact, you know, in some some way. Yeah, in terms of... Like to the of, rest of their year sort of Yeah, thing. The, re- the rest of this year, definitely. Um, yeah. He's one of those players that can just turn it on its head, um, as we've seen uh, many times. Like, he can just kick five in a quarter. He's that sort of player. Yeah. Um, he hasn't had the greatest year this year, but when he's been on, he's been on. And I think he was coming into a bit of form because uh, he hasn't been kicking a lot of goals this year, but... What he has been doing is he's been really getting around the rest of his team. Like he's been having twenty disposals quite regularly. Yes. So I think that they will miss him, but yeah. I feel like what Port Adelaide are really good at is having depth for players like that. Yeah. Uh, and they've remained quite healthy this year, so yeah. uh, there's definitely a soldier waiting to take his place. It would just be interesting to see if they can cover the stature that Robbie yeah. Gray brings uh, yeah. onto the field. Onto the uh, the next point, Coops. North were on top of the Lions in the second quarter. Absolutely. And then the Lions uh, just flexed their muscles and took it in the second half. I think it's quite promising for North to still be competitive in yeah. those sort of games. Yeah. Don't, th- don't you? I do, absolutely. Um, and I think they're starting to find a little bit of form, uh, the old North. But I do think, um, I believe, um, talking to Dylan today, yeah, they're the favourites against the Suns, which wouldn't surprise me if they actually got up. Yeah, um, I could I could see that as well. Mm. They're, they're playing footy that's good enough to worry you, yeah. but you still think you're going to beat them. Yeah. Whereas I feel like against Gold Coast, who are struggling, yeah. I think that that might actually be a bit too much for them. So I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Roo boys got up. Mm. And it is at their home away from home, which is um, in Tasmania, so... Yeah, well, that's even better for them because, yeah. well, I mean, they nearly exposed both the Demons and the Lions down mm. there, so they've obviously got a hold on that ground quite well. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would actually tip the, the ruse in that one. Moving on. Um, so we got the next game, the second last game of the round, um, 
it's quite a good game actually. Um, yeah, Green, it was um, Toby Green barreled one from the centre square on the core, uh, the first quarter siren, mm-hmm. um, and um, GWS managed to beat the Blues, um, which wasn't from what the bit I watched wasn't um, wasn't overly close. Yeah, it was a same old story for the poor Blues, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> so close yet so far. Yeah, and God, I feel bad, but I feel really bad for David Teague in particular because. He he can only do so much yeah. with what he's got. Um, like I think, I think I brought it up on the the Nathan uh, the Jason Ackermanis episode that uh, well it's not on Spotify but the the post bit that we spoke about after um, Acker left was that Carlton have had nine coaches since twenty ten. Yeah, that's obviously not working for them. I really feel like they just need to stick with somebody. Yeah. give them a run. You know, give him a, a five-year yeah. thing, and if he can't, if he can't change that side in five years, then kick him out. But I mean, it's only I where did I hear it the other day on another podcast? Um, they were saying that it's only really his first year because he was care- caretaker for uh, half of 2019 uh, when Bolts got the sack, and then last year, obviously, nobody knew what was going on, so we haven't really been able to see the real Carlton. And I think we are now because last year, obviously, everything happened. 17 games, shortened quarters, you know, mixed lists, yada, yada, yada. Um, but, yeah, we're only really starting to see what David T can do now. And I think that that's probably more worrying. But I feel yeah. like the worst thing that they could do is to sack him and, and move him on. I think they do need to stick with him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you do need to start looking at the, the list sometimes as well because yeah. there's not a great deal there, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can't take anything away from the Giants. They've uh, wrote the wrongs of last year already for mine. Um, they're yeah. looking quite good. Whether they make finals or not is another thing. But I feel like they're playing good enough footy to contend. Uh, they're probably a, a six to tenth team at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Just in that game too, um, Toby Green um, seems to be you know the face of the media at the moment. Uh, reporter for striking um, Nick Newman and fined two grand. It's pretty yeah. pretty hefty fine, you know. Most people think the AFL players have got tons of cash, but they, yeah, they really don't. Yeah, you could buy a seventy to two hundred mil lens with that money, Cooper. Trust me. Yeah. Um, but it is a lot of money, um, and yeah. I feel like he did come out and say that he's not going to stop doing it, especially yeah, if he's only going to get fined. Yeah. But they released an interesting stat after the game, saying that he's nearly racked up thirty thousand dollars worth of fines yeah, in his career. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's a new car. <laughs> so I feel like. Like they've got to, they've either got to change the rules of what constitutes a fineable offence, mm. as in make the the actual fines be either a lot more money, or uh, make them you know, or or just suspend them. It can't be that <laughs> difficult. If somebody's racked up thirty thousand dollars worth of fines and has got suspended for nine matches overall, <laughs> like there's <laughs> there's something going wrong there. There's there's a flaw in the system. So yeah, look, I. I and the thing is, is he knows what he's doing. Uh, yeah. Like he, none of his shots have or fines have been for punches that are suspendable. They're just yeah. for the cheap, cheap little cheap sucker shot. punches to the guts, um, which obviously you can't really suspend somebody for. He knows yeah. what he's doing, but oh, <laughs> it's just so annoying to see because he's a ripper player. He yeah. just attracts unnecessary attention, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving on to the next, the final game uh, of the round, uh, the final round with the buyers too. Um, that the it's a round one rematch, I believe, between Hawthorne and Essendon. 
Um, yeah. And the Bombers, um, Bombers got over that one. Um, when in round one, the Hawks, I think they come back from 40 points, did they? Yeah, 40 points at half time. They were down. Yeah. Um, which was a pretty good effort um, by the Hawks in round one, but that's in the past. But yeah, um, this game, the Bombers, uh, Bombers got on top of them. Yeah, they looked really good as well. I love watching the Bombers play at the moment. They're playing a really good brand of footy. Uh, they're just very good to watch at the moment. Uh, <laughs> that was a really untoward hand gesture, I feel, Cooper. What was in the past was in the past. Hashtag a starter. But, um, yeah, they're playing really good footy, and I really love watching these two teams play as well. Yeah. Um, they always sort of bring it. It's just Well, it's one of those blockbuster matches, isn't it? It's one of those rivalry matches that you just want to watch whenever it's on. So, yeah, uh, another really good game. The Hawks have got a lot of positives to come out of it as well. Um, and yeah. the Bombers, I'm not sure if they'll make finals. They're in the same bracket as GWS, but you wouldn't be disappointed if they made it because they're playing the sort of footy that, uh, that could get them there. And I think that they're a red-hot chance against the Ds this week as well. Oh, uh, sorry, so too. sorry, Sorry, team Haley, for that one, but it'll be a good game, I think. I think so. Um, it's, I've just seen... This is, this is a bit off-topic, but I've just seen... Um, Ross Lyon uh, said in the week, recent weeks that he would uh, entertain a return to coaching. Is he a perfect fit for Carlton, do you think? Uh, no, he's not. Okay. Moving I on. don't think he is because he <laughs> used to play a very dis- defensive... When he went to Fremantle and St Kilda, he had a really defensive coaching style. Yeah. I feel like that's the last thing that Carlton need at the moment yeah. because the ball is down there enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, they don't need to be slow moving out of defence because it just yeah. always keeps coming back. I think they need somebody with a really innovative, quick-moving um, style to get yeah. it forward. And I don't think Ross Lyon's the person for that. But... I would like to see him coach again because he is really, really decent. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, well, I, I don't recall him coaching, but anyway. Um, <laughs> look, I'm a bit too young for that, but no, it'll be good for a change. I think the Blues need a change, but yeah, don't mind David Teague. He's a, he's a good bloke. He, he does seem like a really nice bloke. Uh, moving on, speaking or continuing on with the... Um, Fines, fines galore this week. Joel Selwood was fined three thousand dollars for unnecessary contact to Bailey Dale's face. He's a dog. And he, is he? Yeah. Oh, 100%. tell me how you really feel, Cooper. <laughs> and in the same game, he was also uh, fined for rough conduct uh, on Taylor Duray. So, uh, the double fine there for for Joel Selwood. Um, do you think that? I guess my question on this because they were both. They're both Cheap sort shots. of line ball uh, calls in terms of suspension. Do you think that there should be an accumulation surely type if, situation yeah, brought in? Two fines in one game, you're out. Come on. Yeah, oh, right. I think I think he's. Oh, just, you don't he's, like he's, him. He's a good player, but I oh, know he's just. I just have this one memory when I met him in person, and he was just a prick. Um, oh, <laughs> didn't want to get a photo. Like he just thinks he's fucking king dick. But anyway. No, nah, he's, he's a good player. I, um, I don't mind him. Nah, he's, right. he's one of the people that you hate playing against because he's <laughs> just one of those people that just... Step on your toes, punch yeah. your ribs. Does everything does everything to put you off your game. And I guess that's why he's so good because yeah. he's able to do that and still play good footy. Absolutely. Like, he, yeah. he doesn't take himself out of the game to be a, a, to be a prick. He just yeah. can do that as well as, uh, as well as playing good footy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um... What are the other ones we've got here? Oh, oh yes. Jeez, um, what do you want to move on to next, Jack? I reckon we move on to point number six here, Cooper. We'll get into point number three when we're doing the uh, yes. the round 15 yes. preview. 
Um, we were talking about this in the group chat before, and it was on Twitter as well. Um, yes. About the key being uh, the key to beating the Bulldogs uh, being uh, tagging Tom Liberatore. Yeah. Do you think that there's some weight to that, Coops? Oh well, I um I think it's probably one of the um you know one of the best things you could probably do is tag um, someone who's having such a big influence on on um on the Bulldogs game so far. And I think he's had um I think you were talking about before he's had what thirty plus disposals um for quite a few games now, like a number of games. Yeah. Um, and he not only does he have the disposals, he also goes up forward and kicks a couple of goals as well um, yeah. on the odd occasion. So I think that's something that's um really good for. For the doggies at the moment, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna half agree with that with you there, Coops. I think you made a very good point about minimising his influence on the game, but I don't necessarily think that that has to come with a tag. If you look at some of the disposals or like the breakdown of his disposals uh, against Geelong, he did have 30 and he did kick a sausage, but he had 19 handballs, and I feel yeah. like if you can take his biggest influence in the game being his his kicking. Yeah. You're almost taking him out of the game as it is. And I also think that if you can take him out of the game going forward as well, yeah. um, you're going to be in with a chance because what he's really good at is he doesn't kick a set shot. He always yeah, well, scores he from six a, behind, so... Yeah, he always, um, he always kicks uh, from a stoppage. That's where yeah. his goals come from. So yeah. I feel like Geelong did it really, really well in terms of they noticed that, they picked up on it, and they just yeah. played a really high-press game on him. They yeah. didn't allow him to kick it uh, both at in front of goals or going uh, forward around the ground. So I feel like that is something that all teams could probably do, is just try and minimise his influence. Because yeah. uh, if you're taking people out of the game just by minimising how far they're moving the ball, it's almost, yeah. it's almost like you're playing a hard tag uh, on him just in that respect. But I think that... Yeah, um, he's definitely a really good player. And if somebody is going to tag him, if they play the Giants and you're putting Matt DeBoer on him, yeah. um, you know, you also know that you're going to get the result there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, he doesn't... Oh, I don't know. I'm mixed opinion here. Like, he, sometimes he can be really good, but sometimes he doesn't have much of an influence um, yeah. at all. But... but I think with that midfield, he doesn't really need to be the man all the time. Yeah. They've got such a stacked midfield. Absolutely. Um, obviously, he's come into a little bit more um, fruition at the moment because Adam Trelaw's out. Yeah. So he sort of had to pick up that role of being in the midfield full-time, um, whereas I feel like him and Trelaw would sort of swap Yeah. Um, at times. One would rest forward and, and whatever. But, um, yeah, now that he's in the midfield, you're definitely starting to see how good he is. So it'll be mm. interesting to see what happens when Trelaw comes back. Is he yeah. due back in this year? Um, I think what did it say? It um, I did actually have it on. Oh, where was it? I think it well, was you, eight weeks. Yeah, oh, and you'd assume that the the dogs are going to go into uh, deep into September as well. So yeah. um, he'll definitely be back. It'd be interesting to see how they uh, five I to guess, seven weeks. It says here. Sorry. Yeah, right. So he, he'll uh, he'll definitely be back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they fit both of them back into the same lineup together yeah. because they're a pretty similar player. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we'll move on to the seventh point here. Should boxing be banned at AFL training sessions? No, Cooper, it shouldn't. No, I'm I'm with the same opinion. Um, I didn't see any footage of the the incident that happened in Hawthorne, but you know it's it's life. It's an accident. Um, but yeah. I think it's it's a good part of training that builds your stamina. So. Yeah, well, um, for those of you that don't know, um, the Hawks were doing some sparring uh, the other day. They were doing, uh, I think it was. 
it wasn't body sparring, but it was just to tag the head. It wasn't to land anything heavy. Um, it was just to, you know, sort of land punches, um, just to, I don't know, build stamina, um, build cardio, endurance, yada, yada, yada. And uh, Mitch Lewis got starched. And uh, that really sucks. And obviously, under the AFL's new protocol, he's got to miss 12 days of footy, so two weeks. Yeah. Um, and now there's been calls for boxing to be banned at AFL training sessions. Now, I don't think that that is a thing that really should happen. I think that, as Coop said, it was just a freak accident, yeah. um, especially in the sport itself. You know, you land... Well, it's not even um, in the sport itself, but if anybody gets hit on the chin in the right spot, it doesn't matter what it's by. Mm. Um, it does have the potential to uh, to knock you out. That's just the way the human brain and the human body reacts to that sort of impact. But I think that, um, yeah, Alistair Clarkson was just looking to enforce a little bit of toughness into his men. Yeah. Um, and I think for that reason and that reason only, um, it shouldn't be banned as well as all of the, the cardiovascular yeah. um, advantages that it has for it as well. Um, I could speak all day about it, but yeah, I know that you've got... Right into the boxing. Yeah, I know you've got COD to play, so uh, we'll, we'll keep moving. Um, I think we'd move on to the round 15 fixture, yeah. I think. Yeah, um, I reckon. There's, there's been a lot of changes um, I've heard recently. Um, the teams are out for this Thursday team, so... Yeah, how good. Um, so we've got... Uh, coming in for the Lions is Dane Zorko, um, mm-hmm. and Reese Matheson is omitted, and Thomas Berry is the medical sub. Poor bloke, he's been the medi sub for, what, four weeks now? Anyway, yeah. in for the Cats, Lockie Henderson, out, Mitch Duncan, um, and Quinton Narkel was omitted. Yeah, good changes. Milestones. Um, um, sorry. Is there any? Yeah, is Marcus Adams playing 50th game for the Lions. Um, well done, Marcus. Tom, Tom Stewart playing his 100th game for Geelong. Oh, that's good from Tom. We like Tom Stewart. I don't. He ruined my super coach last week because he got a really nice score. Um, so that was really depressing. But... Yeah, um, a really good in for the Lions. I think that Reese Matheson is an all right player, um, but I feel like he's sort of one of those people that he's a fringe member and he probably always will be. Mm. Um, and obviously the Cats with a big change uh, with Mitchy Duncan. Uh, I think he yeah. did his PCL, so he'll be yeah. out for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lockie Henderson's a good little addition, especially when you've got uh, Joe Danaher and uh, everybody else in that Brisbane forward line who can just score like yeah. there's no tomorrow. So I, I don't think an extra tall back there is going to do uh, any harm for them. Yeah, Duncan's out yeah, for eight to twelve weeks there, Dilksy. Sorry to interrupt there, mate. Is he? Yeah. yeah so that's that's a long that's a long time out. I just see Especially he, Tom Hawkins is on test too. Is he? Yeah, big Tomahawk, but uh, I think he'd be right. He's a tough lad. He is a tough lad. And I feel like because it's in is it in, is it at Geelong? Uh it is at uh the Gabba. That's at the Gabba. Right. Yeah. So obviously he'll be he'll be fine because I feel like if um, if it was anything, they're not going to risk flying him up there. So yeah. um, he should be right to play. But that's that's a nice little inside scoop from your coops. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the oh, what what are your tips for that one actually? Tips? Oh, oh, I think the lines will be too strong at home. That's at risky. Home? It could go either way. It could honestly yeah, go I'm, either way. I'm in the same boat, but I feel like if anybody's going to beat the lines oh, up there, it's Geelong. probably Geelong. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching uh, that. Well, I'll watch the replay. I'm, I'm so, who are you tipping there, Dixie? Get off the fence, um, mate. I'll tip Geelong, tip Geelong just to be a prick. Yeah. Uh, uh, moving on to the <laughs> Friday night bloodbath at Marvel. Oh, it's at the G. Oh, and it's worse. <laughs> Got the... Oh, no. Got the, oh, I don't even want to talk about it, Coops. Can we just move on? Yeah, no worries. I'm not looking forward to this. Oh, Although, um, I, I am I am looking forward to uh, Marshall, Membry and Ross being back into the squad. Mm. 
um, I think that they probably reduced the margin from 20 goals to 15. So that's nice of them. Uh, but yeah, I'm not expecting 750 much. 750 at the G, um, catch it live, 7 News, Richmond thrashing St Kilda. Yeah. Um, no worries. Yeah. Moving on. Saturday's games <laughs> have all been shuffled. So we've got Collingwood taking on the Dockers. Uh, assistant yep. coach versus assistant coach here at uh, Marvel. That means nothing to me, Cooper. What, You're what, so, what sort uh, of tangent are you going on there? Robert Harvey and um, who's the coach, Fremantle? Longmont? Uh, yeah, Justin they, Longmont. They used to work together um, at the Pies, uh, believe it or not. Oh, there you Dipsy. go. Yeah. Don't, that was, that was a really fun fact for yeah. me, Coops. I'm having a lot of fun. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I think I'm, I'm tip the Pies this week. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. Fremantle play like poo at Marvel, so... It's not a, a, a terrible call from you. Um, I think that uh, they'll probably want to impress Robert Harvey. Um, Absolutely. And it'll see. It'll sort of, I guess, indicate where they're at, uh, Collingwood, because it is very easy to get lost in a new coach. But I yep. feel like, um, yeah, they'll come out and try and play for him, and um, they probably should get the job done, shouldn't they? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, you know, uh, if, if they get, if they don't, I'll tell you what. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, we've got uh, North taking on uh, Gold Coast at Blundstone Arena. Yep. Um, so I know which game I'll be watching at one forty-five, and it won't be North. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I'm going to tip North here. I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. I'm going to tip North. Yeah, so am I. I, f- I really hate talking about my footy tips on a on a, a semi-public forum because now everybody knows what I'm going to be tipping. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really close to reclaiming fourth position on the ladder. So uh, I would really like to um, disclose my tips, but I will go with North as well, I feel like. Mm. Um, down there against the Suns, who are struggling again, um, they're probably in the right position to get it done, especially with how close they've pushed teams yeah. uh, down there thus far absolutely. this season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next time we got Port Adelaide at home against the Swans. Yeah. This game got moved up as well, didn't it, Coops? From seven forty to yeah, so there's only one game, one game at the uh, at um, at seven ish. Yeah, seven twenty five, seven fifty, same diff. Um, but same yeah, diff. so I'm going to tip Port Adelaide with that one. Um, I think they'll be yeah. too strong at home, even with uh, R. Gray missing. I think they'll be too strong at home. Yeah, this is a little bit of an audit as well, isn't it? The Swans have been playing good enough yeah. footy to probably yeah. consolidate their spot in the eight. Um, and I feel like they're going to rise to this challenge, but it'll show us where Port's at more than where Sydney's at. It'll show us if they're actually a pretender, like we've both said they are, or whether they actually are something, because Sydney are one of those teams that they push Melbourne to the limit, uh, they push Geelong to the limit, uh, they beat Richmond. Um, you know, They're playing some good footy, so it'll be good to see yeah. where both of those teams are at, but I feel like it's more of a, a where a Port Adelaide rather than where a Sydney. Yeah. And then in the Saturday night game, it's a really good one at the Think G. you put a bit of salt on the wound with your tip here, are you? Or? Yeah, uh, so the Bombers and the Ds. Um, it'll be a ripper game. Uh, Essendon have been playing some very good football and uh, Melbourne have been playing like shit for the past 14 weeks. So um, they don't deserve their spot on the top of the ladder, but they've got it. Um, no, they've been playing well. And I think that Again, it'll probably show where they're at as well. They're coming off a loss that they probably shouldn't have had. Yeah. Um, oh, get off it. <laughs> in terms of statistics and ladder position, they definitely shouldn't have lost to the Pies, but I can understand the um, occasion getting the, the better of the Pies, um, and they got up. And then they've come off the bye as well, whereas the Bombers have played 
uh, right through for a couple of weeks, or at least they had the warm-up last week against yeah. uh, whoever they played, Hawks. the Hawks. Um, so, yeah, they're looking really good. I wouldn't be surprised if they get the job done, but I think to just consolidate uh, fifth on the ladder, I'll uh, stick with it, uh, with Melbourne. But I think it'll be a good game. Uh, they're both fast-moving teams, so it'll be very interesting to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, moving on to Sunday's game. Well, I'll, I'll tip the Ds there. Sorry, I forgot to tip. Um, I'll tip the Ds there. Um, moving on to Sunday, uh, we've got Giants v the Hawks at the G. Giants home game. So at the, uh, at the, at the G, yeah. the G for Giants. G, yeah, wow, well, MCG. The uh, Giants have taken over here, um, and they are now having a home game at the MCG. They're not um, for any of you playing along at home. It's at, it's at uh, Giant Stadium. They it should says get the MCG, job done. You cook rig. <laughs> no, it's been updated. Well? Yeah, don't read off the Google Doc. No, she's oh, no good. I'm on the fixture. Apolo- <laughs> Apologies to uh, to those reading the same Google Doc as me. We've we've lied to you. <laughs> um, just for reference, there's nobody reading the same Google Doc, and my information is wrong. Um, and they're playing at the G. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh right. So it's been moved down to the G, mate. Down oh. to the G. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Sydney's COVID central at the moment. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, the Giants' home game at the G. This reminds <laughs> me back to when Adelaide played an away game to Hawthorne at the Adelaide Oval last year. What <laughs> is football? That's a shit show. Um, I am gonna tip the Giants. Yeah, right. I can I can back that. Um, they actually don't play too badly at the um at the G. The Giants, yeah. so I feel like they've probably got the list to get it done. And if they want to make finals, this is a game that they've just got to uh, put away. Yeah. And I feel like they probably could. Moving on to probably the game of the round. Oh no, it's not the game of the round, but it'll be a very good game nonetheless. Is the Eagles and the Dogs at the Cray Pot? Um, really good game earlier in the year. I think it was round one. Uh, these two played, and the Dogs I think got the game up by a kick. Night, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I did retract that statement from yes. the record. So I was just trying to work out which one would be. Whether it was a or... <laughs> it's going to be North Melbourne and Gold Coast. Watch it. Um, but yeah, this would be a good game. Um, really good game. The midfield would be really good. I think the time slot probably uh, favours the Eagles more than mm. the Dogs. It'll be hot. Um, and they know how to run that quite well. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll go with the Dogs in a little um, bit of an upset. Yeah, I think. I'm, I'm on the fence um, as much as Shane would not like. Um <sighs> it's a bit a bit hard to go past the Eagles at home, is it not? Yeah, it, it is difficult. No, nah, I'm going the Eagles. Pack them in. Oh, good. I like that from you, Cooper. Yeah. And uh, the final game of the round, Coops, where's this being played? Just uh, to Marvel us. Stadium. Mate. Oh, oh, right. Yep, yeah, that's good. Beautiful. Um, we've got the Blues and the Crows. Who, who are you going with in that one, Coops? Uh, I'll go with the Baggers, I reckon. Yep, I'm the same. Back I think in. that... I would not be surprised if the Blue Baggers go down by two goals like they have yeah. done all season, but I feel like um, the Crows aren't playing the world's greatest football, although yeah. they beat my pathetic excuse for a mob. And, um, yeah, I feel like it's just one of those games that Carlton will uh, keep the faith. Like, it's one of those yeah. ones where the fans will be expecting them to win um, at Marvel. They probably should get it done. So, um, yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah, Absolutely. I think, um, have we covered everything there, Jack? I reckon we've covered everything on the old agenda, Cooper, to be completely honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, it's been a very good episode. Have you got any shout-outs? Because I've got one. Uh, no, I, I'm, I think I'm... Uh, oh, what's that? What are you getting distracted by there, Cooper? We've got some breaking news, have we? 
Oh, okay, yes. Tom, no, Tim Embry missed um, missed the um, game, blah, blah, blah. Missing training because his wife was in labour or something. Oh, what a terrible man he is. <laughs> How dare he. Um, but, yeah, I've got one shout-out, and it, uh, it is to Alex again. Hello, Alex. Hopefully you're uh, enjoying the listen on your, uh, your work break. Um, very loyal supporter of the podcast. We appreciate it. Um, Coops, have you got any shout-outs? Oh, I've got none. I'm, I've, I, um, just, I saved him for a special moment. No, I, I suppose shout-out to Shane for hooking us up with the old uh, Puma Ultras. Um, That's I mean. nice of him. That's good from Shane. Mm. We'll, we'll give uh, Bicknells another plug hey, um, uh, at the end there as well. Just on that, Dixie, breaking news here, six hours ago, breaking. Uh, Nat Fife will return to face the pies. Um the, really? The Frio Meds have left it up. Um, they've said, quote-unquote, it's really up to him. Oh, um, great. So That's what you want to hear. they're going to let the superstar decide if he is fit to play. Um, yeah. Well, there's He'll still pro- no guarantee, though. But look. Oh, look, I feel like because it's at uh, Marvel, he probably won't. If it was over there, I think he would. If he can... I think it's a go. lot... Sorry, I think it's a lot... I think it's a lot to risk to fly yeah. somebody like yeah. that over there. Yeah. Um, where he won't have a chance to properly condition his body. Yeah. Like he won't be sleeping in his own bed. He probably won't be eating what he wants to. Yeah. Um, and then to chuck him into battle, that's probably a little bit risky, yeah. um, as we spoke about last week. But, um, so, yeah, yeah, it also um, surprised me. Even if they played him as a medical sub, it probably mm. wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Because if, yeah. if he comes on at three-quarter time and has a run, um, just to get a little bit of conditioning back, it's probably not terrible. Yeah, well, the um, Dockers coach um, said that if he can get through Wednesday's training session, it will leave the decision in the hands of the skipper. Um, yeah, right. But you'd think he'd be smart enough to, you know, if he's not ready. Uh, but the Docs ticked him off from a structural point of view um, yeah. and, like, a strength point of view. Um, so, yeah, they're leaving it up to him, I guess. Yeah, well, um, mm. I mean, I don't have Nat Fife's number to you, Coops, because I don't really think we can contact him about this, but... Um, that'll be a bit of a wait and see to see if he gets up. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he does play, but um, yeah, I also wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. That was the worst answer ever. But um, yeah, have you got anything else to add, Cooper? Uh, more breaking news is coming out as we're talking, but look, it's not really important. It's just about Marcus Adams and the end of his career, um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, we'll talk his about... His eye, but look, that's, uh, <laughs> that's really not breaking news. Uh, no, it, it it isn't. Um, but yeah, look, I think that that'll probably wrap up uh, episode number four. Um, thank you one. for for listening. It has been a good one. Uh, thank you all for watching. Hopefully, we'll have uh, a special guest in the form of uh, Cam next week, but we'll see. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll be able to get up, and that'll be a lot of fun because he is a diehard Melbourne supporter, and I'm Absolutely. intrigued to ask him. No doubt, we'll be talking all things Melbourne, but yeah, yeah. that'll be interesting. What, what do you want to ask him, Juicy? Oh, oh, a lot. I want to ask him about Chipotle sauce. I want to ask him about um, his existence as a Melbourne supporter and seeing zero <laughs> yeah, wow. percentage of success. Yeah, wow. Um, there's a lot to uh, to talk about, but all that and more next week. Hopefully, you've enjoyed our first episode. Ooh, if I could speak, mm. uh, our first episode live uh, to Spotify. Um, this is where all of our episodes will be coming through um, from now on. So yeah, we're excited to enter that venture Um, but until next time uh, this has been Behind the Bounds podcast I've been Jack Cooper has been Cooper and we'll see you next time